I'm super excited with my first guest today because he is a man of few words, but a mighty presence. Esteemed bass player Michael Bailey's 35-year career has seen him play with and for greats, such as Jimmy Page of Led Zeppelin and Mick Taylor of the Rolling Stones, a man who also happens to be my much-loved and admired hubby. Welcome and thanks for taking the time to chat to me outside our regular lives. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Um, talking on this podcast. (laughs) All right, let's start by asking firstly, who or what was the main influence for you becoming a musician? Uh, I think the main influence for me becoming a musician was home life when I was a toddler. Um, Just like my my grandma's always singing, you know, um, we, and I grew up in the church, so that was my main thing. And seeing all my cousins play an instrument, I said, well, I could do that. I must be able to do it. If they can do that, I can do that. So that was my main aim, just to prove them, prove to them that I could do it. Okay, fair enough. And you took to it straight away? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, you know, you've got your trials. No one ever actually gets um props on their first achievement but um my cousin stuck with me and helped me um persevere through the the early years and um just showed me what to do you know and uh i started you know watching films and listening to music on films and um started copying the bass lines on that and once i found i could do that it was easy back then to switch on the radio and just play along with it, the radio. We didn't have as many stations as we have nowadays mm-hmm. back then, but I um, mean, it was great because that's how I trained my ear to um, learn stuff very quickly and right. um, learn pitching because um, you didn't have much time on the radio. Mm, so okay. It was good for me to... Um, learn that way and then when going to um, my grandparents church that kind of like sharpened up my ears even more because they'd start a key they start a song in any key they want and it was just unbelievable it's like you have to search for the key <laughs> quickly <laughs> so <laughs> it was Fair it enough. was quite a challenge so right it sharpened your ear yes it certainly did yeah, and yeah. did you get into a little band to begin with, or did that come later? Yeah, well, in school, I had my own little band. Um, my own little band, it was just a little trio. But I, in school, in secondary school, this is, I kind of, um, I kind of was indecisive of what, sh- what I should play because mm-hmm. I was learning uh, the bass. The bass was the first instrument I ever picked up. No, apart from tambourine, I've always done that. Um, but <laughs> Love it, tambourine. The, the, um, the bass was the first instrument I ever took up. And then I started to learn the guitar properly. Um, okay. Just by, just by chordal things, you know, just like, so that I could sing a song or people could, I could accompany people singing songs. And I then, then it got to the stage where 
going to church was a, a challenge. You, you wanted to be the first one in there to pick the easiest instrument because mm-hmm. if you wasn't the first one, you might get lumbered with something like keys, keyboards, and that was hard. <laughs> That was how you just looked at the keyboard. You could see all the notes, but you just couldn't make sense. But uh, with bass and guitar, it was a lot more easier, simpler. Okay. So would you say maybe bass found you? Most most probably. because Well, it, I, I more gravitated to bass all the time because it was the first instrument, um, stringed instrument that got placed in my hand. Okay. by my cousins and, and so I thought yeah this is me this is me and mm. you know it's just strange that you know like my cousins now they most of them have got like choir masters and stuff like that you know mm. they're just different took a different path you know amazing well, they're, they're still in the church but you know so it's me who took the different path yeah. okay <laughs> Well, so nowadays as a musician and a, an MD, musical director, arranging and directing bands, in keeping with this podcast theme, what does the space between the sound um, or even the space between the music mean to you? Well, the space between the music, I mean, it all depends who's giving the space because sometimes you could be hearing stuff and it's you're getting too much of one thing and as soon as that person stops... Go wow! Look at that. You can hear it. You can hear the colours in the music. You could, mm. you know, um, so, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm known for it. Sometimes I, you know, when I'm, when I was younger, I was like so excited, and I wanted to play every note that was in the bar, every note that was <laughs> going. You know, it's, it was just mm. madness. And then, mm. like playing with real experienced people. Um, kind of slowed me down because I said, man, you don't need to be doing that. You know, just <laughs> take your time. You know, it's, it's no reason for you to be playing every note in this thing. You could be playing one note a bar if you want mm. to, you understand? So it's I, it was a case of picking your notes. And so for the the silence, it's it was it was about uh, what I can hear is 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 where I can go when I hear the silence. When right. you don't hear the silence, then you're you're in the mood. You know, it's like you're just in the mood. You just don't want to give up that silence. You know, so um, it's a bit it's a bit strange. But um, when when you stop and after you hear that silence, it's like I, I, the only way I could actually explain it is um, like. Uh, sax players or horn players because they're not playing all the time in the in the the record they've got space so mm-hmm. once they're off the actual tune they know where they can go when the tune comes back if they're soloing mm-hmm. you know um right so that's where you hear the, the sounds you know it's like uh so would you say so, so, silence sorry not the sounds <laughs> yeah would you say um that it it enhances music to have space with oh yeah definitely music. definitely yeah. definitely definitely yeah in every music you know in you know the music's from the, the old you know to new that we all carry space 
I mean, nowadays, the ambient music that we hear is, wow, that's really, 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 really ambient, you know, and that's mm -hmm. got a lot of space, you know. Um, okay. it, sometimes it just has drums in it and, you know, one note and, you know, but people vibe off it, you know, you, you could go to yeah. a, a uh, uh, I was going to say disco, that show that was like, <laughs> you, you can go to a dance and you can see you know, a club, anything, and um, you can you can see people vibing off just with some drums and and a couple notes. You understand? Yeah. That's the space in the music. You yeah, know? they don't need yeah. anything else. So, so that's something you learned um, early on playing with older players, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you only can ever learn from older players. I mean, you know. Like no matter, no, yeah, whippersnippers no. come along that are amazing, though, right? <laughs> yeah, no, they, they, they're all amazing. I think, I think, listen, I, you know, there are a couple of people on the scene that's really, really talented, but whether they they think that they learnt this on their own, they didn't. If they had to go to uh, YouTube to learn whatever, yeah, mm. um, or someone older than them showed them what what their instrument's about um, and they they learned from them so it was all it's always someone older than you that yeah. can pass on on the secrets of our instruments you know so yeah. yeah so given the fact that you know we're forever learning in music and indeed life what would you say is the next thing that you may learn whether it's in music or outside or are you already doing that now well to tell you the truth I should really get back to learning some keyboards. So, you know, <laughs> that was, mm -hmm. that's because like keyboard players now are so deadly. They're so amazing. Uh, <laughs> they have the, the great chords. They, you know, everything um, that I grew up with was amazing when I was growing up, but now they've taken it to a new level. You know, the way they um, creep in these beautiful embellishments and chords and stuff. Um, mm. so I wouldn't mind getting back to learn that. Um, I'm also learning logic, which is a tough, tough thing. Um, every, every day I'm on it, it's just like, um, a new challenge that comes up, you know, but at the moment I'm dealing with the basics and I'm getting through it <laughs> and, um, I'm happy, quite happy about that. So, um, you are, I can attest to that, and you're really coming along on that and creating new music, which is exciting. Cool. <laughs> so, how do you see, I guess, uh, the music industry itself nowadays um, as being in comparison to the past that you experienced? Oh, well, it's changed a lot, it's changed amazingly, amazingly a lot. It's because the before there was a lot of you had to go and see record companies you had to audition you had to do this you had to do that you had to look great you had to have your you know it's just so tedious right and now the the things have changed is that you know a lot of youngsters are, are putting their stuff on youtube and getting hits and hits and hits and after record companies are coming to them you know so it's mm. it's a lot different to how you know I grew up a lot different because would you say easier what um 
it's, it's, it's what now? Easier now? Are you talking? Yeah. Um, it's different. It's different. I, I would, I, I would much prefer. I would much prefer it now than before, because before, you, you know, as I said, you had to go record company, and after you had to look good, you had to sound good, you know, um, and if you didn't have that, then forget it, you know, you know. So, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of us, you know, <clears throat> because I've been fortunate, I've, I've, I've always been a gigging musician and not such as a, like, part of a a pop band as such or any band as such but I'm part of a gigging organization I've been part of that all my life mm. yeah so it's been it's been great and so the, the what I do is you know some recordings you know a lot of um club gigs a lot of touring with major artists you know so mm. in that respect you know I could see how things have changed. Even like, you know, when you used to get a deal, you know, you used to get hundred thousand pounds deal or, you know, and a million pound deal. <laughs> you know, you don't get that anymore. So unless you're unless you've got a hundred million hits already, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So just to step outside of music for a second, did you or do you desire to do anything outside of music did you in the past you know do anything that was not music related whether it's work or um well really i i have done a few things i used to you know many years ago i used to be a a, a partsman for mercedes-benz i used to do it was quite exciting because because i was Working in the weekend, gigging on the weekend, you know. So it was, right. yeah, it was quite, it was great. It was great, you know. I loved it. And you loved cars, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I mean, for me because I was a partsman and a and a driver. So luckily for me, in my company, I got to drive all the Mercs. You know, um, <laughs> that that was just like the amazing thing. Just put on, right. you know, some some nice threads and after you go down the road with a you know uh or that, a new car every yeah, week. a new car every day actually <laughs> every day because <laughs> yeah. sometimes I, I i had to make the bank run for the for the company and uh oh, you know because i mean it's understandable because i am a big guy so no one was gonna ramp with me you know at, back then so it is um yeah, multi-talented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but the, the the people at the bank must have thought I was so rich because every day I came there with a different car. You know, so <laughs> that was good. Well, listen. What wisdom? Back to music. What wisdom would you say um, music has gifted you for life and people? What insight has has music given you about life and people? Well, um, it's 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 a weird it's a weird one because like I just think the way I've I've learnt my music and who I've learnt it off are good people. So I can 
I judge, I tend to judge people how I see them. You know, um, my my knowledge on that is kind of like, it's, it's kind of limited, but um, I, as I said, like the way I lead my life is, is the way I play my, my music, right? I, I play it with good heart and good vibes and enjoy enjoying the company of everyone around me. And um, that kind of energy has spilled over into my everyday life. You know, when I, right. when I meet people, it's um, the same thing. I can, um, you know, I, we can hold good conversations about anything, you know, my next door neighbours, you know, they always want to talk to me. They always want to ask me what I'm doing and thing. Mm. And so it's a general good vibe throughout the, you know, throughout my life in how I live my life. And this is, you know, it helps because of music. Um, I learned, you know, back in the day when I was doing some early touring, you know, I had to be really humble because I was in other countries that I didn't know the language. So at any mm. time I could be kicked up, right? But, <laughs> you know, having a good vibe, having a good energy um, helped me to get a lot of friends in different countries, right. you know? So that was, um, that was, that was good. I mean, it was amazing because like sometimes I'll be um, touring in a country for three months at a time, four months at a time, you know, so. Um, wow. So. Enough time to pick up some, some language. Yeah, a little bit. Countries. I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, my first country was great. Was, uh, it was Syria. So. Um, wow. And how old were you? I was about 18, 19, I think. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it was amazing. It was amazing because... It was the first time I left my folks. I wasn't on holiday with my folks. I was on, I was on a life journey, with, you know, with the band, you know, uh, in the grown ups. Yeah, we're grown ups, <laughs> you know, and I was the youngest, you know. So it was like it was right. good vibes. It was really, really good vibes, and I learned a lot on that. You yeah. Know, um, yeah. Well, travel itself does that. So it's incredible. You got to experience that at such a young age and continue to be on yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, for me, it's amazing. And I can't, I can't, I can't. So what would. Go on. Sorry. Go on. No, no. Go no, on. I was just about to say, you know, it is, it's, it's so amazing that um, music and um, music and musicians took me out of England to some amazing places, you know, some amazing places, mm. to, you know, for, to have, to experience life in a different way is one thing, you know, but like to know that you're playing um, some music that you know in Europe is well known, you know, um, but when you go to the Middle East or the Far East and after you're playing, it's like, why are these people know every word of the song? So we better not sing this song wrong. You understand? <laughs> because, like, <laughs> you know, we could be in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So what would you say your greatest achievement so far is? 
Oh, uh, if you could pick if one, I could pick one. <laughs> what? Uh, apart from marrying my wife, that one. <laughs> Aye. <laughs> tick, tick, tick. <laughs> no, that's yes. Yes, apart from that wonderful uh, one. Yes. <laughs> um. Well, there's so many actually, because like yeah. you know, I can't narrow it down to one, because you know, okay. just like meeting different musicians, experiencing their lives for the number of years that you know, we're playing with Mick Taylor, playing with Jimmy Page, you know, playing with Billy Ocean, mm. you know, knowing mm. different different people, you know, on a different level. There's so many of them, mm. you know, having experience, you know. So, like, to me, every day is an experience, really, you know, and it's an, All right. it's yes. life, it's life, really. Yeah, so. yeah, that's great. Well, I'm going to throw some quick fire questions now oh, no. as we're coming to a close of this, <laughs> this interview. Um, and obviously, whatever comes to your head, um, to say so what would you say the favorite time of your life was if you could favorite time of my life um, yeah, conjures up you know happy times oh conjure a happy time they, they all do but the favorite i think for me was my first trip which was syria because okay. it was um it was learning a different language it was it was staying in a hotel and um, it was uh, eating some great food. You know, <laughs> every day it was amazing food. It was, and, um, you know, yeah. and to, to know that we could be calling room service at any time, you know, anytime. <laughs> that was amazing. Not bad. Yeah, well. of course. Of course. <laughs> you know, it, was, it was amazing. Nice. Nice. What about your favorite album? My favorite album, oh, that's not fair, because <laughs> no, there's a quite a point. few, yeah. There's... Well, one of your favorite albums. Well, back then, I would say, because there's, there's so much, because I, I like, you know, my, my, my experiences with music come from all different walks of life. It was, you know, with reggae, with soul, you know, with Calypso. So, okay. Um, Given that it's a quick fire answer, give me a quick answer. Okay. Go on. Tell me one. Quick Catch one. a fire. Bob Marley. Bye. Bob Marley. Bob Marley. Yeah. Lovely. All right. Yes. Nice one. What about your favorite country? Would it be Syria or somewhere else? Favorite country? No. Um, that's a, that's a, no, 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 come on. That's a tough one. You know that. Because I, I, I know I, it is a tough one. Just, <laughs> I went to. Pick one. Pick one. Uh, because, you know, I'd, I, I can't you, like, narrow down the thing? Because it's, it's a bit weird. Because, like, <laughs> can't you narrow down the question? Because, like, it's like, I loved Israel for certain things. I loved Syria for certain things. Okay. I went to Thailand. I loved it for certain things. It's like, you know, so if you, if you right. can narrow down the thing. All right. So we'll put a few countries in there. That's all right. What about a standout moment? Is there a moment where you were kind of thinking, wow, to yourself, you know? Um, I think when I was um, 
Oh yeah, there's there's been a couple. There's been um, a Mick Turler moment where we um, mm-hmm. we kind of like we was told that we were playing in the stadium, but at the time when we played in the stadium, um, the stadium was um, we only saw the stage, and mm. then when we came back to play the gig, right? It was um, it was in Sicily. Palermo, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, when we came back to do the gig, I just saw a sea of people. I was like, wow. Wow. It wow. Was, I mean, like, before that, it would have been someone like Boney M because they will always attract at least five to 10,000 people. right? But when I saw mm-hmm. the sea of people with um, Mick Taylor, uh, you know, it that was a yeah, because yeah, yeah, that was crazy. It was crazy, but it was a support wow. act. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, all yeah. good, still good. When you see the crowd, it's yeah, exciting. It's amazing. And lastly, my dear husband, what would you say you stand for? Oh man, well, all I can say off the top of my head is good vibes, good energy, mm. and um helping people basically you know yes. you know just vibing with with good people it gives me an inspiration because yes. you know I, I've been through my trials and tribulations over the years and so good yes. vibes have kept me um, my energy up and um, and kept me able to do do a lot of things really you know musical I can agree with you wholeheartedly on that. And that's why I married you. <laughs> love you. <laughs> Who knows? We might <laughs> love you too. Might might have to do another interview because there's so much more that you could impart with everyone um, knowledge and experience wise. And let's see. But I you for being the first of my guests. And of course, you had to be the first. There would be no one else. So I hope uh, all your listeners have enjoyed this one and there'll be plenty more to come. Thank, Thank you, my dear. Mr. <laughs> Thank you, my dear wife. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Speak to you soon and see you all at the next okay. episode. <laughs>